Reading our Bibles regularly can be a challenge, but we're all on this journey together. We're praying that this podcast inspires you, helps you better understand God's Word, and builds your faith. This is Join the Journey with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. Today, we are wrapping up the 2023 Bible reading plan, Join the Journey, with Revelation 22, 16 through 20. And I am here with the one and only, the perfect lady to help end the year. It's Katie Shemansky. Hey, Emma. Katie, I'm glad you're here. And here's why. All month long, all of December, we've been having young adults on the podcast. You are a young adult, mm. by definition. Yeah, sure. And you also lead a lot of single young adults in our body serving on the community team. And so would you share a little bit just first about what do you do? What's your job? What keeps you busy? Yeah, so I'm a women's community director, which means that I help shepherd and care for single women's groups. And so uh, the elders know that one day they're going to have to give an account for Mm -hmm. all that choose to be members here. Um, But they know that they can't do that on their own with the amount of just people that we, that the Lord has allowed us to care for. And Mm -hmm. so we have this structure, per se, of women's community directors, men's, and then marrieds, and also lay leaders that we call shepherds to help kind of break down the numbers and really just intimately know those who God has called here. I love it. And Katie, for those listening, I would imagine many of our listeners are already plugged into small groups. They're connected. But I'd also guess that there are probably some people who aren't as connected. Maybe they're not a member of a local church. They're not in community groups. Why should people get connected to the local church? And then if they are local to Dallas, how could they go about getting involved here at Watermark? Yeah, honestly, I resonate a ton with that. Uh, A lot of my story was just me and Jesus. Mm -hmm. I knew God's Word, spent time in God's Word, but really interpreted it as God's law because I didn't understand the grace. I knew it probably intellectually, but not experientially. Mm -hmm. And the thing that changed for me was community, specifically here at Watermark, but truly just starting to experience the safety and the presence of God's Mm -hmm. people, which is even—I mean, I love this passage today. Verse 21, I mean, it ends the whole book of scripture with the grace of the Lord be with you all and specifically be with the saints. And Mm -hmm. so just for me, even, and I think a lot of those that we get to walk through is just getting to experience that grace, I think really comes from the one another's, uh, which get to play out with one another. We need each other. (laughs) Right. We do. We do. And for those who want to get connected at Watermark, who Mm -hmm. hear that and they're like, oh yeah, I, I feel that on a deep level. I need I need to get connected. We'll put some links in the episode description. Yeah. Anything you'd say to them as far as taking the first steps? Man, do it. Yeah, do <laughs> do it. It is worth it. It is. It is worth it. So jump on in. Jump on in. Well, Katie, we're wrapping up the year. Uh, but before we dive into Revelation, here's what's ahead. Uh, in the next two days, we'll release two episodes, a bloopers episode from all of my mistakes and stumbles. You make mistakes. I know. Who who would have thought? It's so surprising. <laughs> I'm shocked. I think that's rolling out tomorrow. And then we've got a preview of 2024, but we'll be back the first Monday in January covering Proverbs 1, hitting one proverb a day. So we'd love for you to keep reading with us. Of course. All of that said, Katie, bring us home. Revelation 22, 16 through the end. What you got for us? Honestly, at first when I started to read this, I was a little overwhelmed. Okay. Uh, and not enough. I mean, maybe overwhelmed is not the right word, but I, I was—what what God has been teaching me is— 
a lot about his presence, his mm. current presence. And so I think to continue to read this idea of come, the spirit and the bride say come, let the one who hears say come. Uh, and even the ending with the the saints declaring amen, come Lord Jesus. Mm-hmm. That was just something that I was like, wait, why are we asking him to come? Like he's already, is he already here? Is he here? What does yeah. it look like? And we know that he's he's not, sure, uh, but his spirit is. And sure. what does that presence look like? And experiencing that presence. And so I was like, I just don't feel like that's something we often just say or yeah, declare, come, 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 Lord Jesus. Mm-hmm. So I was like, why would why would we in that way as a church? And then equally, if Jesus said it was better for him to leave so that we could have the, the helper uh, to come, how, how does that play out as well? Mm-hmm. So those kind of were my big questions uh, as far as God's presence and just that withness that I've gotten to experience in this season. And even as I talked through with community. And so that just brought me to those questions. Right, uh, yeah. John 16, 7 through 14 is where it talks specifically about the Holy Spirit's role, how it is better for us to receive the Holy Spirit after. And so it was like, okay, then what's the Holy Spirit's role? Right. And that I, I found in a blanket statement of to glorify Christ. And so as He has been glorified, He then glorifies Christ in our hearts. And He lifts the veil from our eyes allowing us, I mean, transforming us from one degree of glory to the next. Absolutely. And so we're coming more and more like Christ. So now we understand a little, or I understand a little more sure. about the Holy Spirit's role and kind of got to answer that question. And just this idea that He is lifting the veil uh, from our eyes, allowing us to see Christ's glory and transforming His church into the likeness of Jesus. It then made me also question, though, well, what is Jesus doing now? And um, that is that is an interesting question. Yeah. yeah, what is Jesus like, up to right now? What is he doing? And why? Again, why do we still want him to come yeah. if he's up there? He's already come. Yes, and I I think the picture. And while I'm unmarried, I have attended a lot of weddings lately. But thinking about the preparation that comes from both the bride and the groom, and if we are the bride of Christ, uh, just considering that He is interceding on our behalf, that He is the passionate constraint that he has and the mm-hmm. love that he has for his people, that he's just not up there flippantly waiting for us to get no. get it together. <laughs> but he is, I mean, through his spirit transforming us and he his affections, um, he's desirous of, of us and, and deeply. I mean, it's restraint for him to choose to not come back. But we know uh, 2 Peter 3, 9 just talks about how he, he will not come back until all those uh, that are going to choose him have the opportunity and have done so. And so just I, I think about those weddings where we are quick to look at the beauty of the bride when they come down the aisle, mm-hmm. but that glance back to the groom. How's uh, he reacting? Is he yeah, he's, crying? He's cry- he? yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like he delights, and he's not looking around at no, the rest at the of crowd. the crowd. No. No. And, it, and if Jesus is coming, like I— I would assume Jesus is walking down the aisle to meet that bride. And so it just, it makes me want to desire for Jesus to come back. Because I also was like, that feels a little selfish. What about all my friends that don't know him? If he comes back, oh no, like will they be able to? But I I again think about that engagement season as you've gotten to know who it is that you're going to enter into this covenant with. yeah. Yeah, like you can't wait to be with him and or her. Uh, and the more I've gotten to know and understand Christ, considering, please come back. Like, our hope is in a person. It's not in, um, 
yes, the freedom that will come when we are in eternity. Sure. and Or the healing. The healing, yeah. And the that hope, but to consider that our hope is in a person. It, it's just, I think it just moved to a different place for me. Uh, as we wait for other things as believers, uh, we wait for that husband or that healing or things that are good or yeah, wealth. and totally appropriate to wait for. Totally. But to consider that I'm not just hoping and waiting for healing or eternity or for pain to be gone, but I'm actually waiting for this this Christ, this Savior, this Redeemer, who's waiting for us to, like he, to just consider what it looks like to move my gaze towards him and the way he just communicates, if anyone thirsts, like that isn't a, a overwhelming, inclusive invite yeah. uh, that he is giving. Because everyone thirsts. Yes. Uh, the, the scripture also pointed me to Isaiah 55, which I don't know if we necessarily have time to read. Throw but, it in. Okay. But it, it, it affirms this, come everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. And he who has no money, come and buy and eat, come buy and come buy wine and milk without money and price. But as it continues to go on, I mean, the title is The Compassion of the Lord. Mm. And uh, he just talks through, seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord that he may have compassion on him. To our God, for he will abundantly pardon. And it just goes on. And so just— We're waiting. Yeah, we're waiting for this Christ who is uh, both actively in pursuit of us Mm -hmm. and so passionately desirous and patient of us and to look to look up at him and to consider that he's the one that we're asking to come back and that he's what I want, not just healing or a thing. Not just something from him, but wanting him. It it was it was an overwhelm, like a a goodness to just consider. um, And I think as we usher in a new year and wait for new things uh, for us as a, a church to consider what would it look like to expectantly wait Christ's return and to pray for that uh, just like we pray for those who are entering into that, that covenant and these promises that he's given to us are true and they'll reign true. So They will. Hey, that's all we've got for the year. Katie, thanks for being here. Yeah. Come Lord Jesus. And as always, I'm so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. See you in 2024. Let's go. The Join the Journey podcast is produced by Watermark Community Church in Dallas, Texas. You can learn more about Watermark by connecting with us on social media. Just search Watermark Church, all one word. And to read along with us, visit jointhejourney.com. And thank you guys for listening.